Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. The final edition. Got the deep, deep blue. This week I had the flu. Well, I don't think I had the flu. I had a flu. Maybe. Anyway, my voice has been shredded, so we put that to good use. And Valentine's Day is coming up, so we talked about love, I guess. If that's how you care to define it. Plus, one of our writers has really strong opinions about Harley Quinn, and two members of the cast have lived in Philadelphia at some point, so we got obsessed with their hockey team mascot. You don't actually have to know anything about hockey to get the jokes, but do yourself a favor and look up news articles about the Flyers mascot, Gritty. It's hilarious, even if you don't listen to the show. This is the Final Edition Radio Hour. Got me worried so I can't even sleep at night I've got the TV Man on the street The final edition asks the man on the street What are your plans for Valentine's Day? We don't call it Valentine's Day. We call it Sad Day, which is Single Awareness Day. Valentine's Day is actually quite offensive. You know, this is an American thing. In Mexico, Valentine's Day is actually a very minor holiday. I'm going to order a pizza so that someone will visit my home. We're going to have a nice dinner at a romantic restaurant. Uh, We have flowers and candy and yeah, mom's going to love it. I'm going to do what I do every year. Read a whole book of Garfield comics. I'm going to say something inappropriate to one of my students. I love Valentine's Day. Any day we can celebrate driving the snakes out of Ireland, I'm all for. I'm taking my sweetie to the most romantic place on Earth. Chernobyl. I'm taking my girl to the most romantic place in the world. Knott's Berry Farm. I got my girl a dozen chocolates and I'm going to take her out to eat some roses. I'm going to get my dick sucked in a public restroom. Advice to the Lovelorn. From a veteran of the Second Boer War, a conflict from 1899 to 1902 that pitted the British Empire against the South African Republic and the Orange Free State. Dear Brigadier General Charles Fitzclarence, the girl who sits next to me in my biology class thinks of me as just a friend. I hate to use the word friend-zoned, but I really feel trapped in this situation. How do I change my status with this girl? Signed, more than just a friend. Dear more than just a friend, am I to understand that there are females currently attending classes in a public school? This is the sort of thing that gets a man killed 
by encouraging him to let down his guard. I suggest a regimen of ice baths and vigorous calisthenics until this situation is rectified. Dear Brigadier General Charles Fitzclarence, I was at an event recently and developed a huge crush on a boy I saw there. Well, it turns out he's my cousin, and I just didn't recognize him because we hadn't seen each other in a few years. Now I can't stop thinking about him. What should I do? Sincerely, Family Gal. Dear Family Gal, if one can't marry one's own cousin, then whom can one marry? I'm confused by your question. Dear Brigadier General Charles Fitzclarence, I am bedeviled by unsolicited nocturnal emissions, which are an embarrassment and a distraction to me as a senior official with the British Army. What can I do to halt this unwelcome visit from the non-conscious Maya? Sincerely, Brigadier General Charles Fitzclarence. Dear Brigadier General Charles Fitzclarence, I have neither the time nor the patience to listen to your perverted prattle. I advise you to settle your own affairs. This has been Advice to the Lovelorn. If you have questions related to love and romance, why not ask the General? Hello and welcome to Hannity. I'm Sean Hannity. We have a very special guest returning tonight, one of the great horsemen of the apocalypse, Pestilence. Pestilence, it's great to see you again. I never really went away, Sean. The coronavirus, a.k.a. the Kung Flu, has killed five Americans. Are there Chinese communists working here on American soil threatening our democracy? Kung Flu is all me, Sean. My horse Whitey and I just ride around the world spreading disease the good old-fashioned way. In the warm, wet, wonderful saliva of sneezing, coughing, kissing, and hugging. What fun. It's definitely good to get out among people. People, Sean. And of course, it's all part of the plan to bring about the return of Christ. Together, the other horsemen and I think we'll be bringing Christ back by how oh, about 2022. It's going to be the best return of Christ since Jesus Christ Superstar opened on Broadway in 1971. Well, our thoughts and prayers are with you, Pestilence. From the producers of Dubuque Stockyard and County Assessors of Kenosha comes the gripping new drama series. CSI Moline. Ah, jeez, McMurphy, this looks like it's going to be a messy one. Oh, yeah, Kowalczyk, squashed like a melon. Actually, I think that is squash all over the freeway there. Isn't squash a melon or is it a gourd? Nah, I think it's a cucumber bit. You know, like a cucumber? My wife likes to pickle them. She knows all about that stuff. Well, I know one thing. That truck driver is in a pickle, and Dad ain't gourd. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so did you catch the Bears game last night? Oh heck yeah, the Rams got squashed. <laughs> CSI Moline, the action is so nonstop you can't help but stare. Oh gosh, this'll be a long night, McMurphy. Might have to work through our dinner break. I hope the new intern has a strong stomach. Hey, you guys. Sorry I'm late. For the love of Pete, that's horrible. Yeah, looks like she was talking on her mobile. And her phone is still jammed up her nose there. Oh, yeah. Yup. Gonna be a long night, Kowalczyk. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh. Hey, my wife made pierogi. She packed some up for my dinner tonight. You want to nosh on that? Heck, yeah. I love your wife's pierogi. I got a case of old style in the trunk. I'll bring that. <sighs> Out. Hey kid, you want some pierogi? 
Pierogi! Suit yourself, all the more for us. New this fall, CSI Moline. This clip isn't being posted because it uses profanity, implied profanity, or insulting language. Examples of which might include shit, ass, fuck yeah, clit, skunk bitch, cocksucker, Deborah, your pet weasel just vomited on my cock. Ass-to-mouth action. Go outside and fuck that goat, Rodriguez. God damn it. Go to hell. Swift kick to the bastard maker. Twaddle sniffer, which you may not recognize, but trust us, it's truly inappropriate in Scotland. Bloody hell. Whale dong. Any easy E lyric. Taint. H-E double hockey sticks. Dick. Granny fucker. And of course, for Christ's sake, it's my house, can't I shit in peace. To name just a few. This type of language goes against our core value of fostering a positive global community of racist Russian sexbots. To learn more and see further examples, check out our safety policies, you filthy twat-sucking cabbage fuckers. If you would still like to post this content, please remove any instances of profanity, or at the very least, add in a few more violent threats against women. Yours in Christ, Marcus Aurelius Zuckerberg. All right, folks, let's figure out how to save this company. Wait, what, what was that? Oh, it's a full moon tonight. Must be Gary. I've been here three weeks now, and everyone's always talking him up, but I've yet to meet him. Oh, Gary's a reverse werewolf. Yeah, he was a wolf, but then bit by a businessman, so every full moon he comes into work. You'll love him. He's a real wolf's wolf, a go-getter. I only wish we could have him here every day. Oh, right. <laughs> I wish he sounds I great. Oh. oh, yeah, that's him. <laughs> Hey, sorry I'm late. I was out catching some tail last night. Oh, <laughs> oh, you didn't start without me, did you? Oh, Garewolf, we wouldn't dream of it. We just got started and are looking forward to what you might have for us because, quite frankly, we are stumped. Wait, Wait a second. There's someone new I haven't met yet. Excuse me, your nose is in my butt. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, forgive me. It's just, you know what they say, you can never trust anyone until you've smelled their butt. Gare, we warned you about that. Well, 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 sorry boss, won't happen again. I mean, now that we know each other. Yes, well, as you can see from these files... Mmm, delicious. I worked really hard on those. As you can digest from those files, Gare, attendance at Mr. Rat's Pizza Emporium is steadily dropping. We're attributing it to millennials. Mm. Yeah, that's all right. They kill most businesses. That that is their stumper for sure. Are you you just peeing? The bathroom's right around the corner. There are no bad ideas in brainstorming, Tomas. That's an idea? Well, millennials are a tough cookie to crack. You just went into the fridge and grabbed whatever lunch you wanted. It's fine. It was mine, and it is my fault for bringing in a duck to lunch on a full moon. But I'm trying keto. keto. You know? mm-hmm. um, in regards to Mr. Rat, maybe it's a mascot issue. Maybe it's a company issue. What about freshening up the menu? My grandfather brought that menu over from Europe during World War One. Oh, Oh, he's having a little doggy dream. Oh my God, it's so cute. Do you think he has dreams like we have dreams? I don't know. I think maybe he thinks he's running. Oh, man. I almost had that rat this time. Juiciest, fattest rat I've ever seen. Oh, that was a good dream. So you guys just let this happen every month. Wait, maybe that's it. Gare? What's that thing you always say? Garbage trucks are monsters. No, the other thing. Never let them see your red rocket. No, 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 not about relationships. That thing your mom used to say? Oh, never trust anyone until you sniff their butt. That's it! 
What if we give Mr. Rat a bigger butt? Oh, millennials love big butts. Kim Kardashian, Nicki Minaj, they just love to twerk them, slap them, eat them. <laughs> Sounds delicious. My God, this could actually work. Gary, you really are something else. Tomas, get on the new design. Gary, you've done it again. Uh, Gary, yes. you son of a bitch, literally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 Gary. Gary, down. No, 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 Red Rocket. Gary, no, Red Rocket. You know what? I'm okay with it. Good news, everyone. The Philadelphia Flyers mascot, Gritty, has been cleared of assault charges of punching a 13-year-old boy in the back. The final edition asked the man on the street, what do you think? Sometimes you just gotta release those fists of furry. I punch kids in the head all the time. Am I wrong? Gritty played a basketball game with a bunch of nuns today where he blocked them. Assaulted them. Gritty assaulted a bunch of nuns, so the Catholic diocese has moved him to another parish. Gritty's that guy at the bar who did way too much coke and thinks he's having a normal conversation at a normal volume. I mean, sure, Gritty was accused of punching a child, but think of all the people he wasn't accused of punching. Gritty looks like what would happen to Ernie if Bert died. No matter what you do or say, Gritty looks like you're consenting. Gritty thinks every woman he's with has come. Gritty looks like he's heavily invested in a cryptocurrency you've never heard of. What do you mean? You don't like Gritcoin? Gritty's saving all his earnings for a jukebox. Gritty looks like he smells bad after a shower. Gritty's favorite thing to say is, Hey guys, you wanna go on the trampoline? Gritty looks like he has strong opinions on Michelob Ultra. Gritty looks like he knows every bar in the Philadelphia area that has dollar Jaeger shots. You guys wanna do a car bomb? Gritty's bedroom contains 13 solo cups full of dip spit. Gritty looks like a guy who works at a used car dealership and tells people he owns the used car dealership. (laughs) But he doesn't even own a car. Gritty does look like he gets in line for the roller coaster right after he got off the roller coaster. Oh yeah. Oh, gone again! Gritty looks like he knows the exact 500-yard border around every school. Guys, I really like Gritty now. <laughs> <laughs> kind of grows on you, I doesn't I kind of didn't like him before, and now I really like Gritty. Now you're kind of pulling for him, I really you? understand the, aw, oh, Gritty. Aw, oh, Gritty. I get that point of view now. I punched another kid, I just want to go on a trampoline and assault <laughs> women. <laughs> A miss punch, please send it my three o'clock. You lousy son of a bitch! Uh, Harley Quinn, can I get you anything? Bottled water, cream pie, whoopee cushion? What you can get me, Mr. Fred Glynplain, president of DC Film and high muckety-muck at Warner Brothers, is some answers. I'm just supposed to be the long-suffering girlfriend of an abusive, psychotic clown? But now in the movies, you've ditched my costume, my motives, my Brooklyn accent? I'm just presented as some tarted-up suicide girl. Yeah? And? And it's not me. I want the new Birds of Prey movie pulled from the theaters. Harley, that film is estimated to make $50 million on opening weekend. It stays where it is. The hell it does. Hey, get off of me! Wait, are you covered in grease paint? Mr. J, is that you? <laughs> 
I've been running the Batman franchise since 1989. You're working for Batman? He's working for me. Tim Burton's version of the movie got me top billing over Batman. In other superhero movies, nobody gives a damn about the bad guys. You spend years casting and recasting Spider-Man, but the villain? Just throw some makeup and a hoodie on Jamie Foxx. Stick a trench coat on a chubby, shirtless Alfred Molina. Stick a burlap bag over Killian Murphy's head. Exactly! But the Joker? There's just something about putting an A-list actor in a purple suit with green hair dye and white face paint and giving him one bad day that just screams commanding performance. And I'm versatile! I'm different every time you see me! Well, Batman does the same thing in every film. Stop the bad guy, brood on rooftops, get a bigger codpiece. So what do I have to do with it? You're my spin-off character! My Batgirl! What's the one story arc that keeps getting played out with you over and over? Me leaving you and becoming my own person? Women love you because you're a revenge fantasy against their terrible high school boyfriend who felt them up behind the bleachers. Men love you because you're hot! And let's not forget your queer fan base for your special friendship with Poison Ivy. We're, uh, just friends. Uh-huh. Your movie will make serious bank. Meanwhile, I'll be getting my second Oscar for Best Actor this time. Won't that go to Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah, but he can always OD. <laughs> Oi, where's Batman when you need him? Meanwhile, brooding on a rooftop. My codpiece. I can barely see it. The Invisible World, Episode 3. It is undeniable that our great and blessed God has suffered many persons in this village to be grievously soared by witchcraft and diabolical logs and pentacles. I have warned of this, but I was mocked by those who would account their intelligence greater than mine. Why am I not listened to? What is the true agency of those who ignore me? I just don't see why you happen to have so many stolen credit cards. I just don't get that. I have told you three times. They are my credit cards. They're in my name. I did not report them stolen. All these stolen credit cards in one place. How could that be? I've told you four times. You know? I'm not talking to you anymore. I just don't understand. Explain it to me. Why so many stolen cards in one place? Just, just explain that. Why can't you explain that? Your silence is incriminating. I'm sorry, I can't hear your question. You heard me. No, no, I have this ear problem. See, sometimes I can't hear certain notes. Could you repeat the question in a higher voice? Okay, you can make jokes. You can do that. Or you can try to help yourself. Nope. Still too low. Uh, Lieutenant, his lawyer got a release order from the judge. All right, sir. You're free to go. I'm sorry. I saw your lips move, but nothing. You're free to go, sir. Oh, I heard him. I heard him just fine. I'll be going. Thank you. What's your problem? They had an order for release. We have to let him go. You know what I mean. You owe me a phone call. You owe me a series of phone calls. Look, Lieutenant, Thursday was a one-time thing. Really? I don't remember agreeing to that. Look, we work together. 
you're my superior officer and you're my partner? As your superior officer, I'm telling you none of that is a problem. It's, it's a problem. If this gets out in the department, it's a big problem. Exactly. And if you don't return my phone calls, it's going to get out in the department. You know, you've been lying to me a lot. I don't appreciate that, Nick. You said you're seeing some guy regularly. You're not seeing anybody, are you? Hey, Jailbird. There's something wrong with that cop. We'll talk about it outside. There you go, Mr. Flax, your personal effects. Your voice sounds familiar. Well, I do the announcements at uh, Catherine's High Football. Let's go, Centurions! I don't go to football games. Well, shame on you. Those kids are playing their hearts out there. Thanks for your help, Jack. Always good to see you, Suze. Get a new line of work. You too. Hey, Jack. Everything doing all right? Uh, maybe. Oh, hey, Chief. Um, Officer Nick Bentley's been training with Lieutenant Keith uh, three times longer than usual, and he's been re-upped for another six months. Any particular reason for that? Well, it's been determined that this arrangement is beneficial to both officers and is the optimal benefit for their respective levels of experience. Uh Because I know Officer Bentley has asked if he could move on. Well, it would be less optimal. Right. Right. Well, I, I thought I'd ask. Absolutely. Why does this evil apparatus befoul my cathedral? You agreed to let a merchant set this up. It's going to be a tower that transmits voices. You mean through some relay of shouting? Yes, through a relay of shouting. I never would have agreed to these unholy shapes in my steeple. Here's a document to which you agreed. That sounds like your language there. I am the constant object of trickery. It's another attempt to steal this church from me. Where is Davidson Keith? Davidson Keith died 300 years ago. He is my only friend in this godforsaken marsh. Call me anyone from his family. (sighs) Right. Him. So, you've come around to me at last. Hey, Martha. Is the captain around? Dad has to meet with the Westside Neighborhood Watch. He's probably unholstering his gun and taking out a couple of them by now. You want to come in? Uh, well, I could come back. Nick, are you gay? Yeah. Wow, I didn't think we'd settle that so quickly. Don't tell your dad. He's kind of old school. He's a douche. But Jack's a sweetheart. I'm telling you, he's the guy on the phone. The captain said he'd shoot me in the eye and rape my kids and cut off my hands. I've been working with phones for 17 years. I know voices. The lieutenant making obscene phone calls? That I'd believe. But Jack? Well, here's a random thought. Maybe some of the local batshit nutbags out here have a little pull with the cops. Nine generations in the same spot. You're bound to meet a few people. I don't know. Most of the cops are outsiders, too. Oh, there's some dirty secrets in that place. Really? Sergeant McBride? Well, not full-on gay. He said just the one time in college. So that's confidential. I got it. But Janice Whitmore is pretty open about it. Oh, yeah. And what's the deal about Lieutenant Keith? He was, like, harassing women, but now I'm hearing other stuff? Well, I don't know if it's really about the sex with him. Aw, Nick. Please tell me you haven't had sex with Lieutenant Keith. Well. Aw, Nick, come on. It's not like that. I mean, I don't want to judge, but (laughs) gross. He's my boss. So you're sleeping your way to the top? I'm... Look, he's... I've got to work for him. I've said no, but he gets... I've just got to get through this. You said no? 
it's he'll ruin my career. I mean, he said he'd ruin it, and that is the kind of thing he does, so. No. What? No. That is not okay, Nick. Look. No, that is not. That is sexual harassment. That is rape. He's not raping me. Well, he likes to pretend he is, but... If you were compelled through force or threats to your job or academic standing, or extorted or coerced in any fashion, sex is non-consensual. Are you quoting something? I help at the school counselor's office. If Lieutenant Keith did the same thing to a girl, we'd put him in jail for 12 years. Look, I'm not in high school. Just don't talk about this, all right? No! You're not the one who's supposed to be embarrassed, Nick. Just don't tell your dad, all right? Just don't, all right? So that was all written by Barry Lank, Ebby Parker, Ben Kirshner, Lisa Loretta, and Joe Davis. It was performed and improvised by most of those people, plus Mike Besaw, Haley Hackett, Jessica Park, and Samantha Gerwitz. Performers on this week's episode of The Invisible World were Jim Earl, Kent Jones, Armando Diaz, Ross Taylor, Darby Worley, Barry Lank, Michael Lutton, and Megan Brown. Everything was produced by Barry Lank. Lots of music from Kevin McLeod. Good night. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.